You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network as we move on to another week of Nip Tuck recap series. We're into the twentieth episode of Nip Tuck. It's called Booty Sabri. Am I saying that correctly? I'm not too sure, but. Uh, you know me on this show, I can never pronounce anything correctly. This was first aired on the 17th of February 2009. It was written by Hank Chilton and Ryan Murphy and directed by Hank Chilton. Rare to kind of have Ryan Murphy doing uh, some middle ground episodes. Maybe last week's episode was uh, good quality because Ryan Murphy wrote it. So maybe this week's only half good because Ryan Murphy only half wrote it. But uh, plenty to talk about in this episode. Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting one. There's a lot going on. And uh, there's a lot to talk about, as every week here on the show there is. My name is Ben, and if I wanted to be with a pussy, I'd be a lesbian. <laughs> and uh, my name's Nick, and uh, uh, ever done it on a surgical table? Yes. Um, oh, sorry, <laughs> was that just you're quoting. Um, this is a this is an interesting episode, um, and it's good to see that Ryan Murphy's still involved somewhat in this show uh, at this point. Uh, so maybe saving some face with uh, kind of some of what's going on here. But, um, yeah, I mean, I said it last week. I think it's a bit bipolar, this episode. It was definitely going on track to be a very good episode, but then it kind of gets weighed down because uh, certain storylines come back. But uh, there is still, I think, some positives in this episode, maybe more positives and negatives to talk about in this episode. Yeah, I think so. And um, I, it's funny that I hadn't actually noticed that Ryan Murphy was... was accredited writer on this episode but that makes a lot of sense to me I think um, there's a lot more heart to this one and that doesn't necessarily make it a good or a bad episode but it feels like there's a real effort to kind of make this one have a little bit more heart so um, yeah there's definitely some interesting stuff to talk about on this one Um, there's still a lot of the usual fun um, I might even surprise you and, and, and not absolutely hate the Christian Lillard stuff, but uh, we'll, we'll get there when we get there, I suppose. No, I mean, see, there is, a I think, at least one or so moment in this episode where, again, I'm with you in that it's not the worst thing, but it still just is overall sold by the fact this storyline is just absolutely terrible. So there's <laughs> kind of, you know, a brief glimmer that I can see, but then I'm like, nah, it's still shit. So, you know, I mean, even in Dirty Dancing, you know, Wayne Knight was in it. That was a slight positive. Uh, so, I mean, I can look at it that way, uh, but it's still a piece of shit movie. So, anyway, uh, but we start off, it's uh, Teddy and Sean, they're going to a dinner, and it's absolutely pitch black, because this is apparently a thing where you go to a restaurant and it's pitch black, you don't know what you're eating, it's a sensory experience. I want to know how the hell they know where they're putting their fork on the plate, uh, and like yeah. everything else, like, oh, can I have a drink? Oh, there'd be a lot of spillages going on in there. And I'm sure that a lot of people just do what they're going to do there and kind of just fill each other up and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing, but I guess this is, uh, you know, how Los Angeles is and places are. They want to have weird different uh, experiences to go there. But Sean's phone rings. It's Julia. Um, and he's lost a sweater. Um, <laughs> and then... Teddy walks out because it's not an emergency and then she gets on a motorbike and drives off and uh, basically, um, you know, isn't there to be with Sean when he's not kind of living up to uh, things like that. So it's an interesting start. Uh, I, I do like kind of the editing, you know, when we're in a pitch black restaurant and we've just got a pitch black screen. I think that's a clever way of doing it. But, um, yeah, it's an interesting start. 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I actually um, really enjoy this setup, and I think it's um, it's different. I mean, it makes me want to go to a restaurant like this. I don't know about you, but uh, yeah, and I do like the the kind of touch that you get where um, you know it would have been easy to just not actually have these guys on a on a dark set, but then you get Sean kind of answers the phone, so you obviously see he's actually there on set. Um, so yeah, I think it's um, it's a nice little kind of artistic choice, I suppose you would say. But uh, yeah, it, it's fun. I I like it. It's good setup, um, and I. I do like the whole thing of kind of, you know, like Teddy's just gone um, when, when he kind of gets off the phone, which, yeah, it's fun. Um, so, yeah, quick, count me in if we ever, if there's ever a restaurant like this, I'd, I'd like to give it a go. I mean, I wouldn't say no to an experience. It would be a fun experience. Like, there's apparently uh, a restaurant in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, actually, no, it was in San Diego because I think when I was staying with Purple Kelly, she was going to take me there, but it was... Um, it wasn't open the day we were going to go. They like they insult you. Like it's the whole shtick of this restaurant <laughs> is you go there and the waiters yep. are deliberately assholes to you. So like you go there yep. for the fact that you're getting abused. I don't know why that's a cool thing, but Kelly was going to surprise me and just go to this restaurant and everybody would have just been like abusing me and I'd be like, what the fuck's going on here? Um, so I mean, there's just all these little things and you know, I guess um, I mean, if you're blind, you'd go to a restaurant like that and it wouldn't be any different though, would it? Uh, yeah, no, I suppose so. It's that, that whole experience of, you know, taking one of your senses away and, and enjoying the other parts that, you know, you use your sight for so much that you kind of miss some stuff. I, I do like that idea. It's, um, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's fun. Um, and I guess that's the whole thing about Teddy is that she is just a fun character. So yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I, I do like that we're getting some, some fun stuff here. Um, she's she's a different kind of character that we kind of really haven't had somebody like this before. Um, so yeah, it, it's fun. Um, that's probably the the main word I'd use to describe it. We then see the tree man, um, which is uh, what is I don't know if you can do a googly here for me or so, Nick. But this is an actual condition. Obviously, this is um, something that is real. Kind of when people uh, get overtaken by trees, um, I guess it kind of is implied here. You scrape your foot on one of these trees or something like that and uh, you get this sort of condition and we meet this man and he scraped it on a reef or something like that and essentially he's uh, grown into a, a tree which, uh, you know, if you've ever read a Guinness Book of Records to kind of see those not date nature documentaries, again, this is a, a real thing that actually exists. But the makeup here is incredible. Can I just point that out? Like, um, I always thought that this guy really was one of those, like, tree men, but... Um, it's, I mean, he's not. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. Uh, but just, the, it's been a while since we've talked about the makeup and the effects here, but just this looks so realistic. It looks great. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's an emotional too. It's an emotional story listening to him sort of talking about what happened to him and everything. So, and it kind of, um, cuts us into the surgery as well. Uh, I do like kind of Teddy when it's like, you know, how did you get home last night? Did you call your mum? Um, and then, uh, Christian's also talking about calling a press conference, kind of get uh, some publicity for this. And, um, yeah, Christian saying that how he's going to have a 12 week checkup tomorrow for his cancer. He's feeling confident that he's beaten it. Um, and also throughout this, Kimber shows up and they want, uh, she wants him to finish the collagen on Jenna. And, uh, yeah, basically, uh, she admits to, Sean, who comes in, that Christian did it, but Sean doesn't... Well, he implies that he doesn't believe Christian, uh, but Kim, but then obviously he does and kind of goes off at Christian for doing what he wants to do and thinking of himself. So I've loved a few scenes in there together, but, yeah, I think the main bit is our tree man, our titular character here. 
Yeah, so um, I like how you've kind of just thrown the hospital pass to me on on um, what this thing is called. I'm going to try and pronounce it. So, <laughs> epidoplasmia verrucaformis. Yes. Um, which is yeah. So it's, so it's so it's a very rare condition. I actually remember watching a documentary about a guy who was in I think like Malaysia or somewhere like that, who or Vietnam or something, and and you know, he lived in this village and he had the same thing. And um, it's one of those things like. Um, a lot of people, this will kind of make your skin crawl a little bit, like it'll make you itchy just watching it. And I'm one of those people that doesn't really like this kind of thing, so it kind of makes me uncomfortable watching it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you that the makeup is incredible because this is one of those things that could have. This is what it looks like. It actually looks like like they have grown like you know trees for hands. It is incredible. Um, so you know, I encourage people to go and actually Google what this looks like because it, it, yeah, it, it's just. It is just amazing to kind of look at this and, and look at the people who have got this. So it's a really, really rare condition. Um, it's incurable, so there's nothing you can kind of do about it. Um, and um, yeah, it kind of it just grows kind of all over, but it kind of you know stops them from being able to walk or do anything. Like the one I watched, this documentary, this guy basically he couldn't do anything other than hold a cigarette, more or less. So he was like a chain smoker. That's all he could do. Like he couldn't really feed himself or anything like that. It was you know just really, really sad and. Um, yeah, it, it's incredibly rare. It's kind of you know, like in, in places in the jungle where you know you just scratch yourself and suddenly you get a wart, and then it just spreads, as they say on the show, kind of uncontrollably. Um, but you know, particularly to your kind of a, a extreme kind of like your limbs and stuff, where you know you basically turn your 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 limbs into kind of tree roots. Um, so it was one of those things that you know, with the makeup, they could have made it look like. Yeah, you know, he kind of looked like a little Yoda, you know, with these silly little rubber feet or whatever. And they don't go down that road. They do a really good job to make this look really, really realistic. And yeah, we get that kind of that that whole story about you know he was swimming with this girl that he had a crush on, and um, then he got a scrape on his foot. And you know, I, I like that he's kind of got this bit of humour that you know they say to him, oh, you know, you're not going to be able to we're not going to be able to get rid of this completely probably and there's going to be you know you're going to be disfigured even after we remove this and he kind of says oh so i should give up on my dreams of being a fashion model and you know so they get the kind of humor right here a little bit too that uh you, you this guy kind of has hope at this point and um that kind of comes through but he is realistic as well and i think this is yeah as you say there's some stuff there with christian so you, you get the whole thing of christian's got hope that he's going to get um you know a good report from his doctor and um yeah it's it, we're kind of setting up that at the moment these people have hope but um that's probably gonna not last if, if you're watching the show so yep if you don't want to if you're somebody that can deal with the with um having your skin crawl a little bit i definitely recommend you, you google a few images of this because it it is really really um unbelievable but um it's, it's hard to look at to be honest yeah no i i agree uh we're gonna move to teddy and um uh, being inviting Sean over to her house. I'll backtrack a little bit, and I do like kind of the setup when uh, Sean is saying how he can be edgy, and he's like, I had sex with a doll once. Um, <laughs> he kind of says that. Um, so Teddy's got like this absolutely elaborate house. You're like, holy crap, what does she do? And she's like, oh, no, it's just family money, you know. And then as they're walking up the stairs, there's like a, a photo frame with like an Asian family. It's like, I'm adopted. Um, and yeah. so they basically go and have sex in a bed and then we kind of cut to a real estate agent showing a couple around the house and Teddy admits that she's broken into the house and she just really wanted to have sex in an open home. 
Um, the one thing I really love about this scene is just the real estate agent. He just kind of looks and he's like, oh God, again, gets the phone out. Um, you know, starts calling the police. Obviously, this is something that happens uh, quite a lot. If he does, then, um, you know, I don't know how he can just leave people into their homes like this. Um, but I also do like uh, his line when he's like, I better not find jism on the sheets. <laughs> and then essentially Sean says, I'll put a 20% deposit down on this house. We want to buy it. Uh, I really, one thing I would have liked is that obviously Sean cannot afford this house. I think he mentioned, was it in the last episode where he's, uh, trying to put a deposit down on a house for, uh, you know, to move out. But, uh, it would have actually been a fun little storyline if they hadn't made this that he actually ended up stuck with his house. Uh, cause it's an amazing house. I want to live in that house. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun scene. I mean, again, you said it, you summed it up. Teddy's just fun and this is just kind of some fun stuff. Yeah, and she's really kind of seductive as well. You know, the whole thing, she kind of leads him up to the bedroom and kind of just, you know, strips and jumps into the bed. And, you know, like, he's not even going to think twice about this. He's just going to kind of, because it is weird. It's like, how come there's kind of like Asian family portrait that seems a bit weird? Um, Yeah, so and it is really good. And I do like the whole thing if she kind of says, you know, you've got two options here. You can kind of freak out or you can kind of just go with it. And, um, yeah, and so he, he does, you know, and, and, and it's a lot of fun. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the episode of The Simpsons where Homer and Marge are kind of running around, like, having yeah. sex in dangerous locations <laughs> yes. where they're going to get caught. Like, it's kind of that funny thing that it kind of, you know, raises the heart rate a little bit. So, yeah, it, it is a lot of fun. It's, it, it is really good. And, um, yeah, I, I think it is, it is kind of necessary on the show to kind of have some of that stuff. Um, yeah. I agree. Uh, Christian's then got his shirt off. Get your heart racing again. Um, but uh, we sadly find out that uh, the cancer has spread and that he's basically got six months to live, maybe a few more. And Christian basically says, well, I've done my limit. I'm not going to have any more surgery. I'm not going to go through any more treatment. And we get that line from the doctor who says, you know, you have any kids? Good. You won't be able to go home alone. And it kind of leads into this pretty like, um, I don't know, sad or, you know, just intense scene in a way where Christian's kind of there and he just wants to talk to, to Sean and Sean comes home with Teddy and then basically Sean's just like, you're a moral vacuum. I'm leaving. Go away. I'm going to the desert. Um, so yeah, it's kind of very full on and intense to kind of have this scene where Christian's basically learning that he's going to die and, uh, Sean's just basically like, fuck you. I'm going. So, um, yeah, some full on stuff here to deal with. Yeah, and I think this is um, one of those things where um, I would have really liked to have seen that, you know, kind of Christian then, you know, at some point gets that information across to to Sean and um, you kind of have this whole thing of like Sean's going to be there for him. Um, There's some just some cool little like um, artistic decisions that are made on this episode too, like just, you know, when Christian gets home after that consultation and he kind of comes through the door and the camera's actually focused on the the bottle of, you know, whatever whiskey or whatever it is um, and then kind of Christian surely comes short slowly comes into focus and i think that's quite cool because it's like right he's just got this you know this terrible news and you know he's christian he's going to go home and and get drinking that's what he's going to do um yeah so it's it it, it is all quite serious stuff um and you know it's in that moment i suppose that if sean had reacted well when christian gets in then potentially he doesn't go and find liz later on so you know potentially we can blame sean for this it might be his fault because if if he'd acted in the correct way that he needed to to be there for for christian then he wouldn't have kind of you know gone back to 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 Liz to get what he needs so 
Yeah, it's it's a tough one, but you can also see kind of where it comes from. You know, Christian's put Sean through a bit in terms of some of the stuff he's done, and um, you know, I, I also don't blame Sean for kind of being the way he is sometimes. So, yeah, it's it, it's a tough one, and um, you know, I, I do feel the emotion here in, in Christian. It, it is really tough to kind of watch the stuff and and watch, you know, this this real initial how he's dealing with finding this out um, in the moment is is tough. It, you know, it, it is just really really hard. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And we kind of lead to this scene where Christian's going through a cabinet at work and uh, taking some drugs. And I don't know if it's really sold that he's doing this because he's contemplating suicide, as we get to learn in a few scenes too. I just kind of assumed he's got them because he's, you know, he's self-medicating in terms of pain or something like that. But um, it leads to seeing uh, the tree man walking and uh, kind of some good news. And he's obviously saying that, like, all I've wanted is to walk and pick up the remote and here I am. And, um, you know, it's it's a really kind of, um, you know, a good scene between these two. And I kind of like this actor. Uh, Chi Moi Lo is his name. He's really, really good. And just kind of the way he's selling the scene and saying that, you know, He'd hope to find a woman, doesn't have to be beautiful, as long as she knows she liked me for being me. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a powerful scene, I think, these two. They, they, you know, bounce off each other well. And I think kind of it's, uh, you know, that hope sort of line that you keep saying. It's, um, you know, it sounded like we're in Star Wars all of a sudden. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I like it. It's, it's a good stuff. And, uh, yeah, real props to this actor, Chi Moi Lo. He's, he's great. Yeah, and we kind of get this moment, I think it's in this scene here, isn't it, where um, Christian kind of goes to examine him um, and um, doesn't use gloves. Um, and, you know, obviously that would be a, a big, big no-no, really, um, you know, because you might catch this this horrible thing. And, um, you know, obviously for, for Christian, he it might not be this one, it might be later on that he does that. Um, but basically, you know, like, it doesn't matter to him now because there's, you know, there's no hope for him either. So um, I can't remember when that happens, but it's just one of those nice touches, I think, on the scene. I, I think it is really good. And, you know, we kind of get this discussion here in this moment as well where Christian's talking about, did this guy ever, you know, contemplate suicide? suicide is his only way out and um yeah i think that, that that's quite interesting you know because he goes back to you know being being a buddhist or a hindu or whatever he is that you know um that was not something that he would contemplate so it's, it's an interesting thing that you know christian's starting to to think in quite morbid terms as you would expect so yeah yeah it's uh it's some pretty sad stuff here and uh, unfortunately it's only going to get more depressing as we go forwards Yes, just a little bit. But uh, before that, we've got time to get high, don't we? Because we're in the desert, and um, we've got Sean and <laughs> yeah. Teddy having some Native American tea. Now, I don't know how I feel about this, but it's, it's kind of it's interesting, and it's kind of, you know, Sean uh, just playing it up a little bit. But, I mean, it's uh, I like it, but I don't. But at the same time, it's got some great visuals, kind of uh, definitely they overspent the uh, special effects budget on FX this week with uh, Sean laying there with kind of these tree roots growing out of his... Uh, arms um and yeah it's just it's just an interesting sort of scene where sean's just basically going absolutely crazy on this weird tea uh i don't know if it's something you'd want to try it kind of sounds incredibly scary when they're just basically like oh you'll be vomiting your guts up and uh you know you'll want to die and hopefully you'll experience this death of the eagle thing or whatever it is so it's not even guaranteed so um yeah it's uh it's 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 a very full-on scene because what's it called, like the murder vine or something? Like it's this weird name as well. It's um, yeah, it's all a bit strange, really. Like I, I do 
like you know i'm um, famously the one that hates these kind of dream or hallucination scenes most most of the time but this one is fine by me Uh, you know it doesn't um i I don't hate it but it doesn't kind of you know blow my socks off either it is just what it is and um you know it's it's, i guess an interesting way to spend a couple of minutes on the show it's inoffensive it's just it is what it is um not something i'm going to be remembering for, for for long afterwards but it's also not something that kind of takes me out it kind of feels like the kind of thing that that sean would get himself in trouble with teddy over so it kind of fits the episode i suppose yeah yeah it does uh then we have um a random fast shot of miami you kind of think that uh sean's hallucinating back to miami but nope Here's Liz, and um, she's having a random conversation with uh, a doctor who basically is setting her up on a date because she assumed she was a lesbian, and in comes Christian with his weird little hat, and uh, basically, um, you know, he, at least at least his doctor's on the ball when it comes to the sterile zone. Like, you can't be in here. And it's like, I know what the sterile zone is. It's like, do you? You just let people into yours all the time. Um, and basically, Christian's here to apologize to Liz, and what does it lead to? Christian proposes to Liz. Now, if we go back to the very first season of this show, and you said that Christian would oppose, propose Liz, if we go back a season ago, and you said that Christian would be proposing to Liz, you'd be laughed out the door. But this is what we're up to, people. This is where we are legitimately here. Christian is proposing to Liz. Yeah, and um, as I think I said earlier in the episode, that uh, it, it's probably something that um, I am going to defend a little bit more because I think of, of all the of all the kind of Christian Liz scenes, um, this is the one that feels like it works the best for me. And um, unfortunately, that's including what we haven't seen yet already. You know, we're going to get more, and I don't think it gets any better than this. I think this is probably the best scene you're going to get. So you may not like the scene and um, that probably means you don't like any of it Um, but I think to me this is probably the best and um, I don't know what it is about it but it just feels like um, this probably you know I've talked a little bit about kind of Christian never feels like he's been into this thing with Liz and it feels like in this moment he actually recognises that she's the only one that actually really cares about him that Sean has kind of rejected him and and nobody else actually cares whereas Liz actually did have a, a genuine you know feeling for him and um, I think he's you know, it does feel like he genuinely cares about Liz for the first time. And so um, in, in this moment, I do really uh, really is probably a strong way of saying it, but I do buy into this. And I like that it's kind of subtle. I, I like that, you know, Christian just kind of like steps in there with, as you say, this funny hat on just kind of you know proposes right there in the moment. Um, it just it, it kind of fits this relationship, I guess. So. Um, yeah, it doesn't change how I feel about the storyline. I hate the storyline, but um, of all the pieces to it, this is probably the best part of it. Eh. Um, I am more of a slight... I, I like the bit later on when she kind of, you know, agrees to marry him again. That, to me, is the better one. But, um, I mean, can we just establish this is the third time Christian's been engaged um, and he actually hasn't been married yet, has he? Uh, he didn't get married to Cuba, no. didn't get married to Michelle. So, yeah, third time's a charm, right, Christian? <laughs> so, yes, um, everyone uh, rips shit into Ross on Friends for being married three times. Well, this is Christian's sort of third time, so anyway. But, um, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying, but, yeah. 
Um, I we back. Oh, yeah, and I mean, don't, yeah, don't don't get me wrong. It's still it's still not great. You know, like I'm not saying that I'm suddenly on board with the story because I'm definitely not. But it's probably the one moment where I'm not just kind of rolling my eyes or gritting my teeth through it. I actually can just enjoy the scene for what it is. It's a nice scene, and um, you know, it, it just doesn't feel terrible. And so that's it's a pretty low bar. You know, it's a very low bar. Um, but you know, this this one scene I think is good. Um, I wouldn't say it's great. It's good. Um, um, and yeah, it's it, I can live with it. So yeah, it's all good. And we find out that it's a hundred and fifty thousand dollar diamond ring or whatever that uh, Liz we see wearing uh, on a glove, you know, before she's about to do surgery. Which you know, again, at the start of this season, these guys were struggling with their money, uh, and obviously, you know, things turn around pretty quickly for them. Um, but I do kind of like when we hear Linda is going to be at the wedding, and uh, what is Christian like? Oh, you know, it's going to be at a golf course then, is it? Um, and then Sean is approving this, um, ma- marriage now. Like, really? Why? Um, but then we've got another surgery scene on the tree man and, uh, Sean still a little bit high on the drugs because he's seeing tree leaves falling down. It kind of reminds me of American Beauty. Um, yes. the way he's kind of seeing, I'm expecting to see, uh, you know, a naked girl on the ceiling. Um, you know, and Kevin Spacey, you know, I remember him. Um, but, yeah, it's, I actually kind of like it. Like, I, you know, again, it's, you know, it's still continuing on this, but it's just kind of, it's a nice visual, I think, of, uh, you know, just the way these leaves are falling down. And, uh, Sean obviously excuses him, uh, himself. Uh, next scene, we see Liz checking the drugs, sees some missing, and then basically goes and approaches Christian, accuses Teddy of stealing the drugs, but then Christian admits it's not, it's him. And then this is where Christian admits to Liz that, um, she, he's sick, he's gonna die. And that, that line, what does he say? I was contemplating suicide, then I asked you to marry me. Um, that's often how my girlfriends say that to me. Um, so I'm used to that. Um, so, yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of, it's a pretty powerful scene between these two, but, uh, I think we've got a more powerful one to come. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's all interesting stuff. Yeah, I think this is one of those things where I just get a little bit annoyed where it's kind of like, you know, it's on again, it's off again, and the one episode just gets a bit much for me. Um, I don't enjoy the yelling Liz. That's not something I really enjoy all that much. Um, so, so yeah, I think it's... Uh, it, it, it kind of annoys me a little bit. I just wish we had, I wish he'd kind of just been up front, you know, the first time he kind of proposes to her, be like, I'm dying, you know, like, a, you know, and, I, and that's made me realize this, you know, will you marry me type of thing? You know, that would have probably been a better way of handling it the first time. Um, yeah, but it's just a little bit annoying more than anything else to me. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I always forget that we kind of get this back and forth. I always, uh, you know, have this weird memory that, she knows straight away, but, uh, yeah, clearly that's not the case because we're going to have that kind of coming and going again. Um, Sean, meanwhile, has been called to the office at night and there's 20,000 candles here. Jesus, I, like, these are very romantic <laughs> setups, but, I mean, God damn it, this must take a while. <laughs> like, you know, that many candles. I'd be so paranoid that one's going to fall over and the place is going to burn down, but uh, Teddy's there. She's looking very attractive and uh, she wants to have sex on the surgical table with... Uh, nitrous oxide or whatever it is and uh basically um sean says no and then uh he kind of stands up for his uh tight assness and kind of being a prude or whatever he wants to say and teddy goes off uh because she isn't gonna stand for it so um yeah i i like this scene it's kind of you know again it's you know back to your on and again off again sort of things happening but 
it kind of works with these two, I think, because, you know, they are very different people. So you would expect that this would be a thing that would happen between these two early on. Yeah, and I think probably um, what I like about it is, um, you know, that Teddy's very nonchalant. Like, she actually just doesn't care. And, you know, like, Sean can take this or he can leave it. You know, she's not worried either way. And I do kind of like that, that, you know, like, it, it kind of puts the power into the female's hands, which is something we don't see on the show very often. It's these two doctors and they're in control. And, um, you know, I, I do actually really like that, you know, she's got complete control over him and, you know, he, he kind of can't help himself even though, you know, she's kind of leading him down a path that he doesn't like. And I do like this whole thing. She's like, oh, you know, you know, I really like you, but, uh, you know, th- this isn't going to work out. Sorry. And, and, you know, she's off. And I think that works. It's good fun. Yeah. No, I agree. We get into this scene and I just want to, um, you know, pre-empt this by saying that I might put this up for a nomination in the top five and I kind of feel you might be on my page because you generally like scenes like this. Um, it's essentially the scene where Sean has found out that Christian is only going to have six months to live and it's just a, it's just a nice scene between these two. Christian's kind of very calm about this and he's smoking the rarest cigar in the world or something along these lives and basically saying that he wants to celebrate every single day moving forward. Um, and it's just, it's a nice scene, but what really just really puts a lump in your throat, it's just, it's, it's such a nice little, moment between these two is when Sean grabs his hand and just basically says you didn't need to marry Liz to uh you know feel like you weren't alone like it's just ah oh, it's it's been a while since we've kind of had a real nice scene between these two like this and um yeah I feel this has to be in the conversation for a top five it's just such a nice moment between these two yeah and I'm uh, you're right I am totally on board with this these kind of quieter dramatic moments and and you know the two of them together is is a lot of fun and so yeah no I do I do like the scene um it's kind of what I'm watching the show for to be honest is these two interacting in this way and in this really close friendship between the two of them it it, it does feel um it feels authentic and it, it feels like these two are back on the same page which is kind of what we what we want you know I prefer when these two are, are close you know and I know it's not good dramatics for the show is you want these two odds as often as possible because it makes for good tv but for me i like it when the two of them are kind of on the same page fighting together against the bigger threat you know to me that's where the show's more fun and it doesn't get a bigger much more bigger threat than you know one of them's potentially going to die and um I, I think it is really good i think what kind of undercuts this whole thing is that you know 10 minutes later in the episode or whatever it's going to be is that you know he's back with liz and and you know if this thing had ended you know and again like we've talked about this a lot is that there are lots of points where we could have cut the christian liz story and and been okay with it and this is another example. We could have just left the Liz story here. Sean kind of saying, no, you didn't need to marry Liz. I'm here for you. And, and we could have kind of, you know, seen the rest of the story play out with, with Sean being there to support Christian. Um, and I know that that's not good for, obviously for what we get for the rest of it. You kind of need that dramatic thing of what happens with Liz and, and all that going forwards. But, you know, for me, I think this is the heart of the show and I wish we had just done more with this. So it, it is, it is a great scene, but it ultimately doesn't mean anything because, you know, in a few minutes time, it's going to be undercut by what happens next with Liz. So yeah, I'm kind of with you and I'm kind of not with you, if you know what I mean. I, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, we get a fun scene, though, between what we're about to get there with uh, Sean and Teddy back at the dark restaurant and um, apparently um, Sean's fingering Teddy or the other way around. I don't know what's going on. Something's <laughs> here under the table. Um, with some, I like the music in this scene, too. It's kind of it's a nice, weird little music uh, going on there, but it's a, it's a nice little scene. And then we get uh, Christian back with the tree man and we find out that he's got some more gross on him. So, sadly, the surgery and everything 
hasn't worked. And um, just the nice little line there when he said, I had such hope, and Christian kind of looks at him and says, me too. So, um, yeah, look, I'll, I'll fuck it. I'll lump the last scene into it as well. We're right here at the end. Uh, Christian and his beloved yogurt. Turns out he's stealing Liz's <laughs> yogurt. And uh, Liz essentially is here saying that, uh, you know, we're going to get married. Um, you know, I'm going to be there, um, you know, for better and for worse. And then I kind of like that line Christian says, I'll be dead before we get divorced. Um, I, I, I like some elements of this scene, but then it kind of just gets too much of that bit at the end when he's like, nice ass, and it's all yours. Ugh, that I don't like. Um, yeah. But yeah. then I, I do. Think it's, just, it's just too much, yeah. Yeah, and we get yeah, the scene I, I, kind I, I, of a Christian just eating the yogurt, and we see the grass, and then that's the end of the episode. Yeah, and I like. I just think it's unnecessary. That's the thing. I, you know, like, was this? Did we need that extra level of tension where she says yes, comes back, finds out he's got cancer, says no, and then says yes again? Like, I just don't understand why we needed to do that. Like, could we have found a more skillful way of doing getting that tension level without going through basically, you know, two two things of them getting married. It just feels, you know, and, and while I've said that parts of this feel very Ryan Murphy, and, and I'm mostly talking about the, the kind of titular character here, that kind of stuff kind of feels like him, and maybe the um, the scene, you know, that, that scene we've just talked about, and then the scene where Christian goes and proposes to Liz in, in the surgery, like, that all feels Ryan Murphy, but this doesn't feel Ryan Murphy to me. This feels, it just feels lazy, and that's not something that I really, you know, I, I don't kind of associate that with Ryan Murphy. It just feels lazy and messy and we just didn't need this and it just annoys me that we've had this extra stuff that we just didn't really need in the episode so yeah kind of what's been a reasonably good episode ends on quite a sour note which is disappointing because whenever something ends poorly it does kind of color your vision of the rest of the episode unfortunately so yeah it kind of sucks to end in this way i've got to say well remember that uh ryan murphy only wrote half of this so let's blame hank chilton for the crap that comes in yeah yeah sorry hank if you ever listen to this uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's the episode. That's, uh, Buddy Sabri done. Uh, I'm intrigued to see what we're going to be doing this one, Nick. So, uh, what are you thinking? Are we buying, renting, or binning it? Well, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's not going to be a, 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 um, I'll get my words here eventually. It's, it's taken me a bit of time, but uh, it's not going to be a bin. It's, I, I think there's enough in this to keep it out of the bin category, but in the same breath, there's definitely not enough to push it over into a buy. Like some of the good stuff is really good. Um, you know, it, it, it hits on some of the sweet spots that I've got for the show, which is that kind of dramatic and that, that kind of friendship level between Sean and Christian. Um, you know, I, as I, as I've kind of tried to defend, I really do like this, the um, the Liz proposal. I like the main character here. And, and you know just in terms of it feeling really kind of emotional and that loss of hope i think there's some good storytelling going on here but unfortunately for me the bad stuff is really bad and that's where i just kind of can't push it over into a buy is that as i've just said it ends on a really sour note um we've got the liz story back which i just feel like we just didn't need to do that it just feels like there's just so many kind of ways where you could have taken the story with Christian and for it to go the way it has, it just, oh, I just don't like it. And it's just really hard for me to get on board with it. So while the good stuff's good and I enjoy it and um, it's fun stuff, I'm, I, the bad stuff does push it into being in the rent category for me. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree completely. I think that uh, it starts off maybe the first two-thirds of this episode really pushing it towards a buy, but then just stuff really kind of weighs it down. So... 
Um, again, it's Hank Chilton's fault. Uh, so, um, yeah, I agree. It's a rent for me as well. So, um, maybe it's a case of we might have a sporadic buy every now and then, but will we ever get two buys in a row? Maybe that's kind of the <laughs> one where we're going to probably see that it won't happen. But, uh, anyway, we're, we're, we're done and dusted with that one. We've only got two more to go of this season. Can you believe it? Um, it's, it's crazy to think that we are, and then we're about to start the final season. My goodness. But, uh, Allegra Calderello. Now, I mentioned way back, was it season one or two when we had the Pussy Lips storyline? And I said, just keep an eye out for this. This comes back. And to me, my only memory of it coming back was um, with the fact that when we had uh, Jennifer Coolidge's character recreated on Hearts and Scalpels, I honestly completely forgot that we actually see her again. <laughs> like, we actually get her returning. And I actually really like the fact that they kind of bring back one of these random titular characters. Uh, I don't even know if she was a titular character. She was just some, maybe one of the side ones. But... um yeah, I, I think it's a great idea that they do this. And um, it might... And Look, I'm not going to firmly say it's the only time we ever get this because I have <laughs> been proven wrong many of times with my uh, thoughts on uh, this. You know, I thought Conor McNamara 2026 was canon, but they got thrown away by a line a few episodes ago. So I'm not going to stand out on a limb now and, and say this is the only time it happens. But I like that. Um, and one thing I also do really like is... Um, I, I love the fact that we've got a character who has sex with furniture and it happens to be played by the esteemed Richard Berge. Now, I don't know if you know anything much about Richard Berge, if you're a desperate Housewives fan. I know you're a 24 fan. But can I just point out, this was the man who was set to be Jack Bauer before Kiefer Sutherland got the role and then he got a minor role in season one of 24. So this is nearly Jack Bauer having sex with furniture. Yeah, I can I can see that because he does feel like a um like he's got those kind of chiseled features and stuff like that. Like I love what they do with this character. Like it feels like this this is the kind of thing that absolutely shouldn't work, but it does. It it actually works really well um in a really really weird way. And I think it's just it's one of those things that only Nip Tuck could do this kind of thing. You know, like having a storyline with a a character that has sex with furniture is just not something that you could do on any other kind of show, at least none that I'm watching anyway. So um, it's one of those things that you just, and you know, there's actually even a name for the condition that he's got or whatever it is. I've heard about it. There's a documentary to interrupt you. You talked about seeing a documentary on Tree Man. There was a, a documentary that went viral a few years ago about people who were like attracted to, like somebody claimed they married the Golden Gate Bridge. And they would go down there at night and have sex with the Golden Gate Bridge. Like, this is an actual thing. So, yeah, this is a real thing, people. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I think that that's what's quite fun about it is that sometimes we take these real things that you wouldn't kind of believe. And we'll kind of get into that with the final episode as well around the whole kind of vampire thing that they go into. Um, and sometimes they take it and try and make it serious. And then sometimes they, they just, you know, take it and just make it a joke. And I feel like Nip Tuck just fully runs with it being a joke. Like it's just a comedy piece. And, um, I kind of, I really appreciate that is that they don't, they don't try and make this like, sympathetic to his condition they just go for the jokes and you know for me that's that's um no more encapsulated than in kind of like basically the final scene of the episode yes. where um you know he's the spoiler alert he's just kind of like going to town on a piece of furniture you know like that's not something i think we would have seen a couple of seasons ago on nip tuck it feels like they're just like oh we're just going to see if this works and like strangely enough i feel like it does but yes. yeah, we're probably getting ahead of ourselves it's it's a fun episode some fun characters um and yeah some nice callbacks too i like that we're kind of getting into a little bit of um rewarding for the long-term fans who are going to remember this character and, and kind of come back to her so yep i think it's 
um, it's it's an interesting one. Um, again, I don't think there's a huge amount of Liz stuff in this one. Um, although we Liz's is mother, Liz don't stuff. we? Oh yeah, sorry, no, you're totally right. I forgot about that. Yeah, the the Liz the Liz's mother bit is in this one. Yeah, I'd, to be honest, I'd kind of blocked that out of my memory. Um, who who interrupted you again? If I'm not mistaken, is Hugo's mother from Lost? So it's kind of it's one of these things where we're always getting um, actors appearing in two of our three shows, and I'm yet to find one who's appeared in all three. But uh, yeah, she's definitely someone who Noah and I have praised a lot on our lost coverage as Hugo's mum, but, uh, yeah, she's, she's renowned for playing mothers on, um, our shows, apparently. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah, I won't go into my thoughts too much around that other than to say, yeah, I probably don't like it all that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, um, you know, I will say in the, in the lead up to us recording, I haven't actually rewatched it, but I do remember enough of this to remember that, uh, I thoroughly, weirdly enjoy the Richard Berge tree, uh, <laughs> table fucking stuff that sounds a bit off but uh yeah uh liz's mum i yeah from memory does not do it for me so um we might have another bipolar episode to come but that's next week as we continue our coverage of the nip tuck series on uh the oz network the penultimate episode of season five we're almost down to the fact that we've got what 21 episodes of this show to go not including our recap episode so uh basically less than a season of third watch uh, less than a season of this season that we're watching right now to go. So uh, that's how close we are to finishing off and uh, incredible to think that we are actually going to be doing that. But uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to us on uh, all the channels out there, leave some feedback. We'd love to know what you're thinking of the show. And uh, we very much appreciate your time and listening to this and we hope you enjoyed what we are bringing you today. My name is Ben and you're not wearing any underwear, are you, you dirty boy? And uh, my name's Nick, and uh, nice ass. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.